Hello and welcome back to the IAU podcast and in this episode we're talking about the IAU virtual global solidarity weekend. 2020 has been a very different year with all the major IAU championships and almost every other race cancelled due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The IAU, like many other organisations, had to adapt to the current situation and organised what is now the Global Solidarity Run. This is a virtual six-hour race. It happened on the 29th to the 30th of August 2020. It proved to be a great success with all the member federations taking part. And here to tell us a little bit more about the event and how it works is the IAU Director of Communications, Yasik Badousi. Yasik, welcome to the podcast and if you can tell us a little bit more about the run. Hello, thank you, John, for inviting and hello to everybody who is listening. And I, I have to just echo what you said. The 2020 was a difficult year and we had to adapt. And we uh, take the opportunity to organize the global event that was a big success and make the opportunity to our ultra running family to join together. And many federation, like you said, participate in the event. And we decided that we're going to hold this as an annual event and this year, in the third week of March, we will have the second edition of the of the event. So we, we are now in the process of uh, gathering all the entries from the countries. And uh, this is another successful year. We have very big turnover from the Federation. About uh, 30 teams will be participating and over 300 runners so far enter to the to their event. So that's another great success. We will keep the event very similar what we did in 2020, and that's the six-hour event, and uh, team managers will be uh, held responsible for uh, making the records on the on the events and the results, and then we will make this available to the public. And why did you decide on six-hour as the time frame? We, we take the opportunity to be somewhere in between the 100 kilometers, 24 hours. And the, the main idea was to not make this super long because many runners, um, you, have, you have to take into account that they are in the preparation phase. I, I know that this is a difficult time, but we thought that six hours will be the best opportunity to many runners either enter the ultra running, even if they are not on the level to compete at the World Championships or the Continental Championships, and at the same time, a good preparation for the super long runners, like 24 hours or maybe even 48 hours. And that's maybe similarity to what's happened with the marathon runners that they quite often enter to 10K or half marathon just as a checkpoint in the preparation phase. So we thought in our ultra events, Let's take this and uh, make it more more global and more opportunities for, for the other runners to, to participate. So this is why we took it a six-hour event. And what kind of feedback did you get from the first event back in August? Uh, we were super overwhelmed with the feedback from the 2020. Like you, like you mentioned, many federations took part, many athletes. And when we announced that it's going to be an annual event and we will have in 2021, that was another positive feedback. People were happy. We still receive many requests how people can enter. And uh, yeah, it's it's basically overwhelming. And I think people need those kind of races because we are hold the family, ultra running family together. And then we have chance to be kind of uh, um, a major championships <laughs> even because uh, many federations are involved. They They have to enter the teams. 
it's not a competitive, but uh, it holds us together. And the, mo- the most important, it fills the gap that we have right now. The pandemic still strikes quite strong in many countries. We don't have that many opportunities to travel. And that's a super um, opportunity to, to be connected, even virtually, uh, across the globe. Yeah, that makes very good sense because a race like this with, with of six hours can, I suppose, help with uh, your readiness to race in a major championship. So it is probably a good idea to keep it there going forward. And uh, on top of that, uh, we noticed that some federations take this opportunity to organize their major, major events like sometimes qualification rounds or even uh, a national championships or or events that they can check how the, the athletes perform before they, they're going to make a selections for the for the IU major championships. So that's something what we've seen. There was a big event happening in India last year. I know that Poland this year is preparing a big event for, for our global solidarity run. So they're going to consolidate this uh, with the with the Polish best athletes and and they're gonna compete to to make selections. I'm assuming for the for the autumn events. So that's something that uh, federations take the opportunities and and even if we not treat this as a competitive uh, event, it's more to collaborate and uh, connect with people. But still, they use the opportunity to promote ultra running in the region or countries. That's a really good suggestion. So in 2022, a federation could set up their own six-hour race at the same time as a global solidarity run to test some of the runners' readiness for an event later that year. That's a really good idea. Yeah, they do. They do this already this year, and um, we've seen it. So I think it's it's a great idea. And um, uh, the, the other aspect is, and I already said this, it's uh, the opportunity for other runners that they cannot participate because they cannot fulfill the standards for the uh, IEO major events. So this is something that they can feel it and connect it because we apply the same standards. We, we ask for the enrollment from the federations. They are involved. We, we publish the information. We put put a lot of effort from the communication and this is why we are doing this as well to make this more, more aware um, in terms of runners so then and as this is going to be an annual event then they can get ready for the next year so we definitely going to organize in, in March 2022 and what I think is really good is that it gives athletes a goal something to aim for and train for because when there's nothing definite to actually train for, it makes it harder to train. So having this and knowing it's going to be on again next year kind of fills in that gap between races. So I think it's a great idea. Yes, and uh, all this traveling, all the expenses are are very limited because we are not forcing uh, federations to to travel runners to one place. As long as it's managed by, by the member federations and they confirm the results, with uh, with the tracking, then then it's all fine. Like I said, the main goal is not the result, but uh, it's a good goal for the runners to to train and and be part of the global event. And with the Irish team, we have made it a very global event because we have a runner based in Spain. We've someone in Australia. We we've someone in the USA. So we have re- and actually someone in Hong Kong. So we've really embraced the global aspect of it and it's great being able to 
keep in touch with these athletes that we haven't seen since the last race, which was back in 2019. It seems a long time ago now. And uh, this is the, the beauty of the event that we organize, that you are not limited. And some countries take this really that they put all the, the good runners in one place and then they run it together. But due to restrictions, we've seen, like you said, for, for Eilish team, that people are, are being in different locations and it's still fine because uh, then you are connected and we are becoming like a global family that we all run together in this this weekend. So that's why we slightly modified the name that we call it uh, Virtual Global Solidarity Weekend because that's what represents. It gives the opportunity to be global and and make sure that everybody has a chance to run it because of the locations. Now, before we start wrapping things up, if anyone is listening to this, it's too late to enter the team event now because the deadline for the entries was on the 28th of February. And all the details were on the website. They were also on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, and they were sent out to all the member federations. So if, you're, if it's something you're thinking about for next year as part of a team event, contact your local federation. And there is a way if you want to take part as an individual, is that possible? So we want to keep it, uh, like I said, with the federations. And that's the main idea. So so somehow it's a bit regulated. And then we don't lose the, the grip with the, with the federations. And it's a bit easier to manage. Like I said, we have over 300 runners. Last year was even more. Many federations participate and organize this globally. It's lots of effort. So that's why we involve federations. And we want to then give back to the federations and everybody who participate in the end. So what we did last year, we published the short reports from every country that took the, the part of their event. And we will do it this year as well. So that's why we need this federation involvement. And, and so we are not opening this to, to global, to everybody. That's, that's a bit of limitation. Okay, so the only way of entering is through your, your member federation. Yes, that's correct. And before we finish up now, is there any other news that you want to share with us? No, I think uh, we shared a lot of information. We, we put uh, many, but what I encourage you just to follow our social media and, and website. We put uh, lots of uh, information this, and this is another way of, of sharing with you through the podcast. So thank you, John. And uh, I wish everybody have lots of fun because that's the most important for this global event. And uh, see you around. Thanks, Jacek. And we might do a follow-up after the event just to talk about how things went. Yeah, more than happy to do it. Okay, thanks, Jacek. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast or any of the other ones, you might consider leaving a review, following, or passing it on to a friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.